Guys, welcome back to episode two of No Green Tax. Hey, hey, hey. I decided not to sing it this time. <laughs> I was singing it earlier today. I was thinking about it, and I could hear you in my head. Just going, fuck, I'm gonna No cry. Green Tax. No Green Tax. I mean, it's gonna happen. <laughs> It's going to happen. I'm not mad about it. It's going to happen. It's (laughs) singing is a natural part of this podcast at this point. So, I mean, two episodes in, but it's also like a natural part of my life. So absolutely. Every day. It's like, that's just how it goes. Ew. No green text. Kelsey, what's what's new? What's happening? What's going on? Um, still uh, just hanging out inside. Hanging outside. Hanging out inside. Life. Living that quarantine life. Are you wearing a mask. Not inside. At my are, house. I mean, are you wearing it outside? Yeah, I'm yeah. wearing a mask. Yeah, are your masks like color coordinating, outfit matching? No, like that? I need not, to get more. There There's actually this really fancy one that has like you know how sunglasses have the the holder, so you can put it like on your chest. Yeah, like a croaky. Thank you. Yes, okay. like that. I'm like, I don't know what that word is, but yeah. That's that, have, that's frat boy life for me. It's like that's the one word. Frat boy life. Um, they have a pearl one for your masks now. Oh. And I'm like, hmm. That sounds bougie as fuck. It's very bougie. I want one very bad. <laughs> can you can I get one that's like bedazzled or like diamond encrusted? Might as well. Like it's like masks are here to show. stay, man. They're here to yeah. stay. I bought like my masks that are they're uh, space themed. They've got like space patterns on them because once this whole thing is over and I want to go to a music festival again, I want to be wearing my space mask, jamming out to some Diplo. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Coachella? Coachella 2021. I'm just saying. I had tickets and I sold them because it got canceled. Literally, this is, if there was actually one thing good to come out of 2020 besides (laughs) the new Taylor Swift album because it is Thursday. August 23rd that we are recording this or July 23rd. Wow. Skipping forward. Skipping, skipping forward a whole month because that's how done we are with 2020. So done. That, I mean, I like, I told Kelsey earlier, it's either going to be one of those things where this is going to be the thing that turns 2020 around this new Taylor Swift album, or it's going to be the thing that absolutely brings 2020 into the ground. But let's hope it's the first because yeah. it's Taylor Swift and she can really do. She can do no it. No wrong. Yes. We're hoping at least half of that album is like future classics. They're all going to be classics. I hope so. All classics. All classics. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I've just been hanging out inside. It's a lot of fun stuff, cooking and such. What are you cooking? Nothing that cool. No? But just like cooking. Like no. chicken. We've been doing a lot of chicken. Watch it. Chicken thighs? Chicken thighs. Chicken thighs. <laughs> we love chicken thighs. Most underrated meat. Egg roll in a bowl. Oh, God. If you've never had egg roll in a bowl, Pinterest, it's so good. It's healthy, too. Trader Joe's, all Trader Joe's stuff. What, an egg roll in a bowl? Yeah. Does it? No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I wasn't sure if it was from Trader Joe's. Like, no. No. It's like um, coleslaw and meat. It's like the inside of an egg roll. It's a keto oh. meal. It's very good. With like a little bit of like yum yum sauce, too. That's not keto, I don't think. But it's good. Yeah, that's what matters. Good it, for the soul. Chicken it's good soup. for the soul. It's chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. Yum yum sauce for the soul. Yum yum sauce for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's very good. Nick, how have you been doing? What's been going on? Um, I just finished a cleanse. Yeah, so I've nuts. naturally 
counterbalance that cleanse <laughs> with some glasses of wine <laughs> over the I, fin- I finished it on Tuesday it's Thursday and Tuesday night I had three glasses of wine last night I had three glasses of wine and tonight I've had like maybe two glasses of wine get it so um, working on a third yeah maybe. working on nursing that third right now and that's I mean I, I don't hate I didn't hate the cleanse I didn't hate not drinking but mm-hmm. at the same time it's really nice to drink wine again. Yeah. I ha- the only thing I haven't had yet is whiskey and like that's what we're bourbon. Yeah. And that's what I really want. It's like you should I, have it. Maybe later. Like as the maybe like as we finish up things for tonight, <laughs> I will I will pour myself a nice little glass of Woodford and just Ooh, roll. That. Yeah. Bourbon straight. That's how you do it. Mm. Like there ain't no other way. I know why. But other than that, life has been good. You know, just working from pool, or as I like to call it, WHP. So W work from pool. F W F P. Yeah, I can spell. It's fine. <laughs> um, in a few weeks, I will be W W F B, which is work from boat, or W F L work from lake. So um, jealous. No, I'll be going back up to my parents' house to just like hang out, not have to cook for myself, or like worry about any adult responsibilities. It's the real dream. It's the real dream. And then I get to meet my sister's dog. Oh, little June, June bug. June so bug. I FaceTime my sister almost every day, not to talk to my sister, but to see the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for, like it's literally just, just making sure it knows you. I like I literally text my sister and I just send pup date. <laughs> pup date? Question mark? It's like I need a pup date, please. <laughs> pup date, please. That's so cute. This is I mean, this is probably the closest thing I'll ever to have, like having nieces and nephews, so ever? You think? Well, maybe. I mean, so if if you think it like, so my like, I'm gay. Right. My brother's gay. Right. And Megan is the only one who can accidentally have a baby, and she does want kids. I want it. kids too. It Joe doesn't want doesn't kids. want kids. Okay. At least as far as I know, he's never really like expressed interest. It could, it could change. It could change. It takes like one encounter with a good kid to be like, oh, wait, I might want one of you someday. That's true. Like not now, but like someday. Yeah, he's a he's a very unique person. So mm-hmm. and I think it'll happen. I just think it'll be later, later. down the line. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, like my sister's like, I would be a mom tomorrow if I could. And I'm like, maybe in like five years, I'll have kids. Like by 32 is like my goal. Oh, yeah. That's the time. Yeah. Because I'm still child. So <laughs> the thought of me taking care of another child <laughs> is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, so I'm like super excited to meet my sister's dog. And I'm, so, I'm like excited to go home and see my parents. Like we live on a lake. Or my parents live on a lake. So I'm very excited to just like be home. I'm actually like, it's been nice with like, it's like also that's my shining spotlight of uh, COVID is just being able to like go home. Like I went home in April, mm-hmm. I went home for the Fourth of July, and then I'm going home for like two weeks in the beginning of August. So just which is like more than I usually get to go home during an average summer. I feel so. like probably yeah. If you look at how much you've been able to go home this year mm-hmm. and compare it to other years, that like probably would equal what multiple years added together. No, totally. Yeah. It's crazy. And then, and then, I guess my mom and my sister are even going to be home for like half the time I'm home. 
because we went to Mexico for my cousin's wedding, which I'm surprised <gasps> even still happened. You're not going. To, you're not going. Well, I mean, it was a really expensive, and they offered to pay for me, but I just was like, I don't want you guys to spend that kind of money on me, like yeah. plus that time off work and things like that. Damn. So I mean, it's really just my mom and my sister. Like, there's actually a part of the family members who are going. Going. Yeah. So. Especially with everything right now. It's yeah. Little, well, yeah. And then like with everything else going on. Dicey. Yeah. Like one of my cousins like, wants to be pregnant. Like, but I'm like, oh my God, no. It's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> that's and like, that's the phase like where my family is in life right now is like, everyone's having babies. And I'm like, guys, look at how many shots I can take. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, when I went, when I went to Arizona in May, April, for my sister's graduation. I feel like it was May. Um, my cousin literally had just had a baby, like maybe two weeks, maybe like a month prior. And she's like, Nick, do shots of vodka with me. And I was like, I'm in. Because <laughs> <laughs> and like, well, I have a cousin who's like two weeks older than us. And she has two kids. And I'm like, oh my God. I know. I know. And I'm like, you are we are literally two weeks apart. And you have children. I don't. And like, it's like, I'm just trying to like pay my and like you're out here literally like other people like other people other lives <laughs> oh my gosh um I, I, I don't know how she does it she's our age she's our age <sighs> yeah or like yeah yeah she's two my cousin old. that's two weeks his birthday's actually are we birthday buddies almost oh my gosh. um so he's legit our age your age all right. All right. Kelsey and I are like <laughs> two weeks apart. Like our birthdays are literally, we're both Libras. Like yeah. We're ready for Libra season. Libra season. Bring what the up? pumpkins. The Libras are in the house. <laughs> Libras. Um, but yeah, no, he just got married. I don't think he's even thinking. And then my older cousin, she, she has one baby. That's like one. I know. But no one else is like in that phase. How many cousins? Not very many. Okay. My, my sad life. I have no family. <laughs> was it, well, because like my, my mom has four other siblings. That's yeah. And so I have ten cousins. Well, there's there's ten of us total. I shouldn't say I have ten cousins. Okay. But like there's there's ten of us because there's like one set of two, or there's three sets of shoot. There's <laughs> let me do the math. There's two sets of three, and then mm -hmm. three sets of two. Okay. Which is more than is that twelve? <laughs> <laughs> what we're proving today is that Nick is not smarter than a fifth grader. No, I'm not. And like now I'm like genuinely like, like racking it in my brain. I'm like, like trying to go through the names. No, I'm like, I'm like, okay, like it's like I like I'm trying to do it by faces. So I'm like, there's <laughs> us, which is like the one set of three. There's my my cousin who's two weeks older than us, like her mm -hmm. family, which is the other set of three. Okay. And then there's my two cousins. My other two. Oh gosh, there's twelve of us. I've been doing the math wrong. Forever. Literally this entire time. Probably for like the last eight years of my life. There's twelve. So there's twelve of you guys. Yeah, there's like there's I guess twelve grandkids. Oh my god. I don't know how we how we put it. Yeah, there's only there's two. And then I have like three half cousins. Okay. Because my dad has two half brothers. Okay. Um, and they're actually all adopted too. So they're like, I mean, they're still halves, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like not actually like blood in any way. 
but they are. I love yeah. them. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's like one of my cousins. Is like she's a cousin by marriage, but yeah, yeah. I mean, she's, she's staying like this point. Oh yeah, but crazy. Anyway, yeah. I know. So, other than that, like, I don't even know how we wound up here, but life is good. <laughs> other than that, um, and this is a conversation with Nick and Kelsey. Normally, we're like, so, how did we get on this topic? I really have no idea. I have no idea how no, we get places. Now you guys all know about our family lives. Yeah. And like our family dynamics, just start mapping up that family tree now. Like <laughs> you, you can find my whole genealogy on ancestry.com. So, oh my God. Anyway. But anyway, today's topic, I guess. Yeah. Let's, let's just like move in to something a little bit more relevant. Yeah. It's about DTRing, defining the relationship. Yeah. It's really the most fun thing I can think of, actually. Yeah, the the. It's my favorite part of a relationship. I'm kidding. I can think of some other fun things. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably honestly outright my least favorite part of dating. 100. percent But I mean, like, but that's like that's like really like where like it's the make or break situation. That's what it is. That's what sucks, though. Yeah. Because usually, I don't know. It, it always gets it's so awkward it's not it's just not like it used to be how, how, how do you think it used to be i think it used to be where it was like people were courting you you know and they like they wanted to be in a relationship if they were courting you mm-hmm. and now it's like oh like you can go on 10 dates and somebody's still like yeah like i just want to keep this casual it's like oh is that what we're that's what we're doing okay okay Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's just a weird, it's such a weird world we live in now. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I get, there's there's two questions I want to ask you based on what you just said. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so I, I guess the, the first thing is, what, what's, what do you think has changed in like that dynamic? Um, I mean, just the, obviously we've talked about this in the first episode, but just the way we're meeting people now. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also just the availability also because of the way we're meeting people online. Okay. So it's no longer like it used to be, I feel like where people just had this pool of people that they knew. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like you go on blind dates with people, um, that were recommended to you by friends or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But your pool wasn't that big. Once the internet's introduced, your pool can go all the way to Germany if you want. I mean, it can go literally across the world. It's true. Like Tinder Passport is a real thing. Right. I mean, even with like day dating apps, it's like you can with some, it's easier than others. Like Grindr does off like a location finder. Easier. Yeah. But Scruff, you can like literally, it's like if you're going to go on a trip to Berlin or something like that, you can see who's in Berlin, who's like going to visit Berlin soon. Like oh there's God. like, there's like an ambassador section, which is actually kind of really cool. Because like you like you can message someone from like who's like an ambassador of like here in Nashville. Okay. And be like, hey, I'm coming to Nashville. Like, do you have any recommendations of like where I should go or like where I should stay? Or oh wow. Anything like that. You can actually like keep in like red like rooms on Scruff. Which is like what? Wild. It is a like wild. Airbnb type way yeah, or like like it's like Airbnb. Like, okay. It's like, it's like we have like a like a we have two bedrooms like that you can like rent out in like our home. Like it's like anything like that. Wow. I don't think a lot of people use it, but it's like it's even the fact that that's 
a possibility. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's like you know that like, you're staying with someone like gay friendly or Anyway, the pool, <laughs> I just feel like even even within your area, okay, it's expanded the pool where people can get online. And if they don't like the way you're doing something or like they don't, you know what I mean? Like why commit to one person when you can go online and you can have endless possibilities? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what we're seeing now is that people are afraid to commit because they're like, what if this isn't the one? Look how many mm-hmm. other options I have, you know? And it's like, do you really have all these other options or does it just feel like you have all these other options? Totally. Um, but it definitely has made it harder to like find people that are ready to be like, yes. Absolutely. So now I love that certain options have been added into like Bumble or Hinge where it's like, I'm a looking for a relationship mm-hmm. or like something casual or whatever. So like immediately when I see someone, I'm like, okay, you're not here for this. Cool. Yeah. Got it. Um, or I know what I'm getting into a little bit more, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've, I've never, I mean, I've only used Bumble like a handful of times and I've never used Hinge. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I don't really know like what kind of, like, can you filter those kind of people out or like? I don't think so. No. But like, as I'm swiping, I'd be like, oh, left, left. Just, to the left. <laughs> I, I literally was making a motion and I'm like, you guys can't see me. Oh my God. And maybe, then immediately day, I sound it. like I'm Beyonce saying to the left, to, to the, the left. left. <laughs> everything, everything you like in the box to the left. <laughs> Which is yeah. untrue. It's everything we don't like to the left, but it's okay. Wait, it's right not. is right is right. Right is good. Oh, you're right. I was thinking to the backwards. left is a no. <laughs> okay. So no, everything is, so no, it's right. So, so. Oh, right. Everything you you own in the box to the left. True. In the closet, that's your stuff. We don't want it. That's your baggage. We don't want it. We don't want it. We're not here for it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah. What are your thoughts on, like, when when you think of defining a relationship, like, what is different for you that you think is different now than it would have been maybe 10 or 15 years ago? I think, like you said, with, like, I think that, I think our options are the biggest issue that we have. Like, honestly, yeah. Is like, cause it's like, if you think about it, it's in like cans of pasta sauce, which yeah. is we're, we love- we're like, we're like bottles of like salad dressing. You have <laughs> so many options. And sometimes, I mean, it's like a, it's a, a psychological thing that it's like, sometimes if you have too many options, it's harder to make a decision. Right. Sometimes it's easier to choose when you only have, three options laid out in front of you versus 15 or 20. So, or like hundreds, like we have, like we have now. Exactly. I mean, you literally, you have hundreds of people to choose from when in the past, like maybe you only had five or six. Yeah. That's yeah. That seems normal. That's like an accurate number. It was probably anywhere from like five to 10 people, depending on how big your friend pool was, because you were probably meeting people. I mean, Back in the day, it was like you'd probably like even just at a bar or like at the grocery store, people were more likely to interact or yeah. like walk up and say something to someone they thought was attractive. Yeah. Versus I mean, we we now. don't have the in-person communication like we used to. Right? No. And I think I think that also might be part of it, too, is, you know, if you were to approach someone at a bar, you're more likely to be approached, or at least from, I think, in a way, a male perspective mm-hmm. that like you are more considered to be a creeper or like someone who is too overly aggressive or someone who's weird. Yes. And like, that's not like 
the normal anymore. So like if you if you approach someone at like outside of like an online format, mm-hmm. it's considered a little bit taboo. I know, way. but but no, but that, again, there's no reason like why it shouldn't be like stigmatized or like have a negative stigma right. stigma around it. Because I mean, this is how people used to meet. Like, this is I mean, how some people still meet now. Right. I think you just kind of have to change your mindset about how you're out there meeting people. Yeah. Because like, if if someone were to approach me, I, I remember clicking a GQ, GQ article once. Mm-hmm. That was that was like this is the best pickup line you could ever use, and it's always, "Can I buy you a drink?" And I was like, that is the best. That's the best thing I ever heard because it's simple. It's simple. It's easy. It's very approachable, mm-hmm. but not too forward. And it's like, you can either say thank you or you can say, no, I'm okay. But like, I appreciate it. And That's true. It sets you up. So it's not like awkward for the person that you're approaching mm-hmm. versus like, yeah. you know, I don't bad think anybody feels uncomfortable or anything like that. It's like, you can like watch the drink being made the entire time. True. And and if if like that's a concern for you and yeah, I think that like I think it's just easy. And I think just keeping an open mindset to all these things or to to someone approaching you in in a, yeah. in real life setting or like a not just assuming that they're a creep immediately because they're yeah. trying to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> like I, but I mean, I'll, at the same time, people sometimes do come off really strong Uh Mm -hmm. especially once they've had some wine or or some shots i mean i mean like when alcohol or like other substances are involved yeah you things things can definitely be misconstrued or just like i guess too aggressive maybe yeah i mean the majority i'll even i'll even admit to it the majority of the male population is not good you heard that here first woman (laughs) Arguably with flirting with men with some of the things I've received (laughs) online or been asked. Uh, Uh, But not being too cool for school, mm -hmm. but not being like over eager either. Yes. And so I think you just kind of, you got to have that middle ground and just like, you know, like approach it casually, like as if you were like meeting a new friend or something like that, I guess. Right. And it's almost, it's also about that like, that confidence factor too there's like a level of confidence that's great and there's a level of confidence that isn't great and Mm -hmm. that's where that like too strong factor lives it's like confidence versus cocky yes like confidence is great yeah cocky is like you know it is what it depends on what you're looking for that night i guess but like also true yeah not not ideal for dtr situations exactly um, so, so I guess, how would you recommend like, DT, like creating like a small pool of people? Maybe you, like, is there a way to like narrow down people that you would be interested in online? Like only like swiping right or sw- swiping swiping right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been on the dating the, apps before. Literally, the one in the relationship is struggling. Yeah, swiping right. Um, on like, it's like, maybe it's like, I, like I limit myself to like 25 people. That's actually kind of a nice rule of thumb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, maybe like you set like boundaries for yourself and like, as far as like online dating goes where I'm going to swipe right on 25 people or like half 25 people. 
I don't want to say like in a roster, but yeah, I know what you mean. In like your your dating pool, like people you could literally see yourself settling down with, not just swiping right because somebody's hot or swiping right because mm-hmm. I don't know why you swipe right. Sometimes you just swipe right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's just like sometimes you actually swipe. No, dude. <laughs> Tinder. Sometimes I like super like someone. And I'm like, ah! that is the worst. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I, I have definitely done that to people before. And I'm just like, and then and then some some people even put that in their profile where it's like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to super like you. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and didn't do that on purpose, but we're here. It happened. Yeah, I've definitely done. <sighs> it's so embarrassing what happens when it's not someone that you would like have any interest in it's the worst the worst the worst i think is actually when you swipe left on someone that you're really interested in. oh and it can't come back and now bumble took away the feature where you can like you I, know go back to people oh really they took it away they didn't tell anybody they were taking it away they just took it away i've i've deleted like my tinder profile before just so i could try to refine oh my god <laughs> did it work no Damn, yeah, they no, know. It was like someone I used to see, or I mean, I still see all the time at the gym. And so cute. Uh, never talked to him a day in my life. Gym guy. Oh, uh, there's like, there's a lot of gym questions. <laughs> gym guy. <laughs> but, um, but no, so I would like, I, I swiped left on accident and I was like, fuck me. Like, this was my shot. This was my one shot to do the thing, <laughs> and I fucked it up. So now yeah, you I'm can't approach people at the gym. Can you? Do you approach people at the gym? It's it's complicated. Oh my god, he approaches people at the gym. No, it's not. I do don't. You, I don't approach people at the gym. Do people approach people at the gym? I know men this approach is, women. No, this is a different story for a different. We don't have time to unpack this. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so. Back to the original thought of how you pick that pool. Like, how do we find this small group of people and make it kind of like it used to be where you had a small group of people to pick from? Um, So we were talking about, you know, how to narrow that down, the best way to go about it. In my mind, the best way to go about that is like really actually pay attention as I'm swiping on these people. It's so easy to treat it like a game. Like it feels mm-hmm. like a video totally. game. It doesn't feel like these are real people. It feels like, you know, like, oh yeah, cute, ugly, cute, like way no, but like. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also maybe even suggest taking the time to read the profile. Right, yeah, that's what I mean. I definitely like, do your, like sit there and actually spend time with these. Like, can you see this person? Like, do you like the way that they wrote their bio? Like, do they have a fun personality? Do they use proper grammar? Is a key. Is a key. Do you know you're yours from your yours? You're there from you're there from yeah. you're there. And I think there's a lot to be said from the group of pictures that somebody puts in their profile mm, also. Um, so for me, like if there's just selfies the entire time, I'm kind of like, yeah, no, thank you. Like I want people with friends. I want people to have hobbies. Like things you have to think if someone has like these things in common with you, like they are more likely to be in that pool of people that you will eventually DTR yeah. with versus like me just finding someone hot. And then us literally not liking the same music, not having any like hobbies, sports, interests in common, you know, like clearly that's not heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I think at the ripe age of 27, I finally realized that these, the people that I'm swiping on as I am trying to someday, hopefully be in a relationship that doesn't end over scrambled eggs um <laughs> every time every time every fucking time um 
you know, just making sure that I have things in common and personality traits and characteristics and things that I know would work. And I think that's the best way to go about picking that pool, just making sure you're actually paying attention because it's so easy to just swipe. But like, take a minute, like take not a full minute, you know, but like take like take a little time yeah. with somebody's profile. Like five minutes. it's like a little like um Leave, come back, check Instagram. What do they call those? The It's like speed dating, right? Mm-hmm. But like in a speed date, you'd have to actually talk to that person versus just like swipe, 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 swipe. Yeah. So like take your like little like virtual speed date, you know? Yeah. Okay. Can I see you in photos with me on Instagram? Like does our style even match? Am I going to have to change the way you dress? That's not ideal. You shouldn't have to change somebody before you even start dating them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have to change anybody. That's how I feel. Like, and you shouldn't change for anybody. You know, if somebody likes dressing some way and somebody comes in and tries to change it, like, nah, sayonara. Kelsey pointed at me when she said that, just so everybody knows. He has great style. I'm not pointing at him. (laughs) I'm wearing gym shorts and a button-up shirt. (laughs) (laughs) In this moment, it's not the best it's ever been. I'm also wearing jean shorts with a pair more long sleeve in the middle of summer. That's true. I was going to say, this is comfortable. What I'm. And this is very summery. Yeah. What I'm wearing makes no sense either. (laughs) So I cannot talk. (laughs) Okay. So uh, let's, I guess, let's move into, you have been dating somebody. You've been going on dates. Mm -hmm. This uh, this brings me to my second question that I wanted to ask you. How many dates should you go on? Or like, what's the time frame that you think of oh. when you think that you should be DTRing with somebody? Mm-hmm. I think, I think sometimes you just know a couple, mm-hmm. like three dates. And you're like, yeah, this is going somewhere. Yeah. I think sometimes it takes longer than that. Sometimes you need like two weeks to a month. I think if it's longer than a month, I think you maybe need to sit back and kind of like, think whether or not this person is someone you see yourself being with. Okay. Because so you, you, you think a month is like the max. That it depends on how many times you okay. see them in that month, I guess. Um, Cause if you're seeing somebody once a week, that's four times, yeah. you know, that's like, okay. But like, say you're seeing them, you know, two to three times a week, you guys are talking all the time mm-hmm. and you've been talking for a month. I think it, I think that's the, t- the time when you need to be like, okay, is this, are we doing something yeah. here? Are we just hooking up? Are we, what are we doing? That's, I mean, I would, I would, I would totally agree with you. I would say four to six weeks mm-hmm. is a good, is a good time frame. Um, I will also tell you based on personal experience that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. That you shouldn't leave the relationship undefined for two years. Oh, <laughs> casual. You shouldn't leave it undefined. I still have a, a relationship. The one with the guy that moved to Chicago for grad school. Yeah. So the guy from Chicago, we never defined the relationship. And I'm telling you, like, it wasn't like, you know, when you're in the same city, somebody is a little different, I think. Yeah. Like he just kept coming back. And like, whenever I went to Chicago, I saw him and it was like, clearly we had something more than just like, Fucking up going on, mm-hmm. but we never defined it. He came home for a wedding. For, a wedding we went to a family wedding together. Oh, and we never had the conversation <laughs> ever. And I just sit there and like he's in a committed relationship now. He's like living with his girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, 
what? In the, why didn't we ever have the conversation? It could have been you. It could have been you me. Could have been in that relationship. I know. Yeah, so that's why you don't <laughs> not have the conversation. That's, I mean, that's so true, though. Because it's not, I really, like, we really got along. I really did like him, just even as a person. And yeah, like, my family liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you have to, you have to yeah. eventually have it. No, you totally, well, and the thing is, I think they're like, I mean, with my boyfriend and I, like, we, like, in our relationship history, we dated for like nine months. Um, when I was in college, which that was like one of those things where we, I chose not to define the relationship in that case. And that was his choice to go along with it still because he, like, cause I was in college. It was like, and I told, I straight up told him, I was like, you know, I don't want to have to commit to something if I'm going to have to move post-graduation. And I, I told him that I was very upfront with him about that. And he was like, that's fine with me. You know, it's like, I enjoy spending time with you. Um, like, let's just keep hanging out and see where it goes. And like, you know, there were months where we didn't really talk. Um, and then, you know, we did eventually end up starting to date when I decided to stay in Nashville. And then we broke up. Mm. <laughs> and then this is where things get complicated. <laughs> oh, it wasn't already complicated. <laughs> because it Got wasn't it. already complicated. Gotcha. Okay. Because there weren't so many other factors. Um, so we broke up. We still talked for like nine months, but he lived in California. Um, and I would like, I went out and saw him twice. He would come into town. He would stay with me. I would stay with him. Mm-hmm. Stuff would happen. Mm-hmm. And then he moved back to Nashville. And then we like you know, things just kind of kept progressing in the way that they did. And, you know, like about three ish months go by and I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, you know, we're just enjoying each other's company. Oh, uh, and, like, uh, and like at the time it was okay. Yeah. And then a year and a half later, we're still enjoying each other's company. That's what I and, mean. It's never we're good. Do, we're doing all the relationship things. Yeah. But we're still enjoying each other's company and we never. Stopped enjoying each other's company. I mean, like, I mean, like we did like, I think at times not enjoy each other's company, <laughs> but I mean, it left a lot of room for gray area that we can get into at another time. But yeah, um, because I mean, like, I'll admit, like, and we can like we can dive deeper into this and I don't have a problem like admitting the things that I've done. But it's like, you know, I did some things that like probably weren't the best. Yeah. And so. And but it's but like at, if you don't define it, how do you know what is the best or isn't the best? Yeah. You're just living your life. Yeah. I mean, like we technically weren't in a relationship and like there were no defined boundaries of what we were doing. Besides right. enjoying each other's company. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. Uh, so. I hate that quote. So I just hate when that's like, I think we're just having fun. It's like, oh, that's cute. Like, yeah. I'm glad that you're having fun. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? In my mind, it's like, it's never good because my mind's always like reeling. Yeah. And I'm like, what else are you doing? What else are you doing? How many girls are you having fun with? <sighs> I actually want to add. Yeah. To, to my current, when I said four to six weeks, I think four to six weeks to three months might be a better statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just because it's like, I mean, there's so a you lot can of- feel it out. So you can actually have that like time where you really are having fun. I mean, if the beginning of a relationship is can be very, very fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, if you don't define the relationship, there's no reason why you can't be sleeping with other people. Yeah. So no hundred percent. 
I mean, like, there's no reason, like, there's no reason you have to be committed to one person. I mean, if you really like somebody. Yeah. I mean, like, act on it and move on it. But I don't think, I mean, if. If you're not sure about it, just. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason you can't, like, I think, date more than one person at one time. No. If you're not, like, technically. No. it's it's. I think it's good to date around. I think so, too. I think it, it either pushes you in the right direction or helps you not go in the wrong direction. That's, like, the same thing essentially, but also like, you know, you can go on a really good date and then find out four dates later, this guy's awful. Yeah. Um, or you can go on a really bad date and like, maybe they just had a bad day and maybe you find out this person is like someone that you actually really want to be with exactly. after a couple of dates. So yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Or if you see the way that one person treats you versus another, I think maybe that also is, can be very eye opening. Yeah, I think so. I think you learn like about the qualities you value in somebody. When oh, you absolutely. Do, like, around a little bit. Yeah, you can feel it. Um, do you think that there are milestones that you have to cross before defining the relationship? Are you saying? Do you think that you have to have sex before you define a relationship? No, I'm not saying. I mean, I'm, what do you? I guess from like, do you think that there are things? I mean, like for me. I mean, I guess they're personal milestones, but do you think that there are maybe some things that you that should be crossed? Like, do you think maybe that you should have a fight before you define the relationship? Mm. Do you think that you should meet each other's family or like meet their friends mm. or see where they live? Or, I see. You know, what kind of car they drive? Do they own a car? <laughs> Here in Nashville, I hope you do. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Um, yes. I don't think in that time span that I'm talking about, like starting a relationship, Mm -hmm. I think probably the biggest milestone is meeting somebody's friends and seeing if you could like fit into that, finding out if they have like, you know, friends, like the friendly friends that aren't just friends, kind of seeing what that looks like. I think for a lot of guys, I don't know if this is the same with um, gay guys, but like, a lot of guys will have really good girlfriends that aren't just really good girlfriends that they never define a relationship with and that are part of the friend group. And then like, they'll try to bring a girl in. You know what I'm saying? As gay guys or as straight? No, I'm saying, I don't know if uh, straight guys. Oh, okay. I yeah. was like, wait, why? I'm like, I don't know no. what that plays, what that looks like. Yeah. How that plays out in like the gay realm, but mm-hmm. in the straight realm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely think that sometimes at least, I mean, speaking as a gay man, um, like from a from a gay man's perspective, mm-hmm. uh, that I think sometimes like dudes do kind of like are definitely like that, where it's like, oh, this is like my friend, so and so, and then it's like secret, like they hooked up maybe twice, and they still yeah. hang around, yeah, and it's like a back pocket kind of thing, yeah, um, or like maybe it's like a like a three-way potential somewhere down the yeah. line or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, that, but I, I definitely think that there are situations like that. I mean, I've probably been in situations <laughs> like that as well. And by probably, he means has been, um, I would assume. Maybe to like a lesser degree. Okay. But there's, I mean, at least someone that like, I like, I have kept around because like, I like them mm-hmm. and like, it's like, Oh, maybe there's like a future there with them, but like nothing has really ever happened. Okay. Or nothing is like past a certain point. Yeah. So f- for me, I just feel like that's 
that's one of the things I want, I want to know if I can get along with your friends. That's true. I mean, I think I think that's like a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I need to meet your parents before we start dating. I think if you start if you're dating and like it comes to that time, you know, yeah. and maybe that's five months in, maybe that's a year, and I don't. It depends on if you live by your family. Um, that's true too. Yeah. I mean, or, that, or even if you're close with someone's, if, if there were someone's close with their family. A hundred percent. Yeah. Some people, you know, maybe they only talk to their parents like once every two weeks or something versus like I live next door to my mom. So um, somebody would probably meet my mother sooner than someone who doesn't have a mom yeah, I mean, in like, town. That's true. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like my family lives eight hours away. So it's, right. your chances are of you meeting them all at once. Sometimes it ever. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my running joke with my family is that you don't actually meet my family until after we break up. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's really bad. It's bad. But sometimes it happens. Like, multiple times does it happen? Like, it was a theme for a while. Oh, my God. Anyway, other than that, like, milestone-wise, I don't know that there's... I think that's so specific to each relationship that it's hard. I think the friends thing is huge. Um, just to see, like, if you fit in or if they're open to you being there. Um, but other than that, you know, no, I'm just because you're st- defining a relationship and starting a relationship, like it doesn't mean you're getting married yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To me, like there's this, like, I think people are so afraid of commitment because they think immediately, like if they say yes, we're official. That's so true. It's like, you're married off. You're, you have five kids already. Like sayonara, you're never going to date ever again. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't have to mean that. That's so true. It can literally just mean that, like, you're not sleeping with other people mm-hmm. and you guys are just dating one another. Yeah. I mean, you can divine the relationship and break up two weeks later if you really want to. I'm not saying you should, but I'm just saying <laughs> you can. Like, you you have that that option. You do. I mean, I, mean, I think you probably... Not that you, not that you have to give a reason, but some, I think if it's that soon, it, you think you can be like, this isn't just what I, this isn't what I thought it was going to be or something yes. like that. Yeah. Um, or don't give something like work is so hectic or like, now's not a good time. <laughs> I think, I think you have to give like, I mean, even, I mean, even if it is just like, this doesn't, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, you know, I think my values are different than yours. Yeah. Something like that, I think is like, I think a lot of people like run away from defining the relationship just because like they're afraid of like what that means for their future. It's like, you know, yes. what if like a month from now we we don't get along or our base level of like our relationship is we're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Then you should break up because like yeah. if your base if your base level is fighting, that's not healthy. No. No. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think, like, people need to, like, go of that fear, in a way. Sure. I mean, it's not, you're not signing a marriage license, mm-hmm. you know, like, and if you're, I feel like there's also this level of people not 100% being upfront about what they want. Oh, so true. Um, Like, they kind of seem like they want to date, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't say anything. And then, you know, like you said, two years passes or however long, and you're like, oh, what's going on here? You know, and I feel like maybe there's like people just need to be less afraid to communicate. And I know that's very difficult in this day and age because mm-hmm. we're all so attached to like our phones and hiding behind our phones and communicating that way that it's kind of put up this barrier where we can't talk to humans mm-hmm. anymore. 
And it's terrifying to think about having to say like, I like you. I want to date you and just you, you know? Um, but yeah, I think the the key is just being honest about where you're at in your life. You know, it's okay if you're not looking for something and you just want to date, like that's great. But just like, don't tie somebody or hold somebody back from what they're looking for because you'll want to just hang out. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think, and I think if like, if, if you do tell someone, it's like, hey, no, I really do like hanging out with you. But if you genuinely mean that like work is really busy or it's like, you know, I don't really have time to date people. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think if you're just upfront with that, like date two or three, maybe not date one, because like, that's going to drive people away. But, (laughs) but I mean, I think, I think if you do say that, and I think if you say it very, if you're very genuine about what you mean, I think like if, if if you're genuine about what you say, people are going to receive that in, in the same, the same tone, the same way. So I think just, I think you have to be genuine about what you get, what you want and like what you need and like. If like what you need is not a relationship, but just something to hang out with. It's like maybe that relationship isn't meant to happen. Maybe it's meant to be more of a friendship than a relationship. Yeah. So. Or like nothing. I don't nothing. know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just like you see just each other at a bar and it's like, hey, hey how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Love those conversations. Yeah. So, oh, much. so much fun. So it, it just happens so often in Nashville because it's so small. That's so true. Yeah. For how big I mean, it is. I see someone I used to go on dates with all the time. Now we don't talk at all. Oh. It's great. Which is another story for another day. Because uh, talk about talk about not defining a relationship. Is this different than the other one that went on forever? Or is the one that went on forever this one? Yeah, the one that went on forever is current boyfriend. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> there, like I said, there was an up and down of okay. roller coasters with that. Yeah. Um. Which I mean, I could I could really talk forever about my boyfriend and I's like the up the ups and downs that we went through in our relationship. But that's a story that we don't have enough time for that. No. So no, this is a different this was like when, a different, okay. This is when he was in California and like I see. went on. Okay. Like a couple of dates with someone and then work genuinely did get busy and he felt like he was bothering me and I was like how dare you I was just like I was in the middle of an album release it's like I'm sorry (laughs) it's like I have to go to interviews and like make sure people aren't doing stupid shit but the joys the joys the joys of working in the music industry uh but I think this kind of brings me to my next question though is how do you start the d the dtr conversation uh Ideally. Okay. Well, okay. We'll start with my last, my last relationship. Okay. It was thrust upon me a little bit. That sounds like so aggressive. It was, <laughs> it was very aggressive. The whole thing was, um, because he was leaving and we had to, hmm. it was like, a, we're either going to just like go our separate ways or we're going to like, so we had that. That's how we said it. Basically that, like something that, I, forced it, yeah. you know? Um, and we ended up, you know, initially saying like, yeah, we're just going to go our separate ways because it's too far. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if he just got like too high at Bonnaroo or what happened, but like he came back essentially from Bonnaroo and called me while he was at Bonnaroo. And he was like, we can't, we have to date. I can't like, I can't, I can't <laughs> leave. And I'm like, 
what? <laughs> I thought we just said we weren't going to, you know, whatever. Um, hey man, sometimes just being okay with not defining your relationship can also be the key to helping you get into a relationship because someone can't imagine not being with you if there's no like fatal ending to the relationship. Oh. They're like, wait, why did you, why am I not with you? Yeah. Why am I not going to commit to you? Um, yeah, but that, I mean, things don't usually, I'm going to say, honestly, things have never gone that fast because he also was telling me he loved me like, Five months in. Abortion. Abortion. I got Abortion. <laughs> also asking me about like our future family vacations with our children that we don't have because he just said the L word and I wasn't even like, I'm like, I'm cool. I'm going to chill here. I need time. Like, that's just not, I don't work that way. <laughs> um, and then I said the L word and then we broke up over scrambled eggs. Yes. That's, I mean, what the hell? It's the strangest relationship I've ever had. Um, but usually it's like, you know, I guess it gets to that point where you're someone, I don't, I don't, it, there has to be some form of event that forces it in my mind. Okay. Like maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's like you meeting those friends and mm -hmm. how you're going to be introduced to yeah, them. Yeah, because my, my, one, of my, one of my things I had written down was you just kind of casually drop the this is my boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh my god, no, never. Yeah, that I, that worked for me. Did it really? Yeah. Maybe I should do that. This is my boyfriend. Well, I mean, it's like I guess my friends that had known that I was seeing someone, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is," and I guess I was introducing him to one of my friends who hadn't like we were friends, but we she wasn't in like my close circle of friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is my boyfriend, blah, 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 and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 and then it was like, oh, okay, like, this is, this is what we're doing. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it does. There has to be, like, that event, because otherwise you just kind of, like, I feel like it kind of goes on until there's, like, something, like, that happens where it's, like. So what are we doing? So, so I did some research. Okay. So yeah. And they actually said like that's the worst way. To oh. Conversation. Like oh, that, no. or it's like, hey, we need to talk. That's the worst. Never say, hey, we need to talk that, ever, that unless is, you hate somebody so much yeah. and you never unless ever you, want like, to see them really, again. Like, don't want to define the relationship. Never start. Unless you're 13 years old and you're texting your boyfriend that you only talk to over Facebook Messenger or Snapchat. Never the worst. Yeah. I mean, so like what I had read was like they said to try and make it like a conversation. Um, what is the source on this? I, I looked at a lot of different sources. And they said to just start a conversation about it. Well, they said. Fuck, all I wrote down was try to make it a conversation. And underneath, underneath that, I have, it takes two to make a thing go right. It and takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make an awesome. And then, and then I, and then I wrote, you'll see where you are at in communication. And that's all I fucking wrote. And I hate myself for it. Because I, I feel like in a perfect world, Absolutely. I'd be like, can we talk about what we're doing? And then they would respond. Yeah, let's do that. 
But that is like some TV shit. Yeah. That is not some real life shit. There's this weird line where it's like, I'm afraid that I'm going to be too forward and move things too fast. And they're afraid that they're going to be too forward and move things too fast. So we sit in this weird balance of like, am I going too fast? Am I being too forward? I don't want to lose this. This is good. Let's keep going the way we are, you know, until it gets to like the event that sets it off, which probably is the worst way. But that's just kind of how I feel like, like realistically things happen. I feel like that's one way to go about it. I like, I'm gosh, I'm trying to like look at. Like have one. you, have you ever, okay. Have you ever personally encountered a time when there wasn't an event that forced the defining relationship when you weren't 14? I don't feel like there was though. There was never events. No, there was like. You just were like, okay, we're dating. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like when I was younger. Yes. I feel like I almost like in college, my one boyfriend that I dated, I literally felt like I had to trap him. It was like call her daddy's how to trap a fuck boy. Did it. Accomplish it. See, maybe maybe it's because I am the fuck boy. That's it. <laughs> that is it. We found it. That is what the problem is. Yes. I what I did was I looked at him and I was like, hey, can we can we talk about what we're doing here? He was like, uh, yeah, okay. And I was like, are we dating? He's like, I don't know. Do you want to date? I don't know. Okay, well, if you want to talk to me, we have to date. And then it was immediately like, okay, yeah. And then we dated for a year and a half. Interesting. And his parents wanted him to marry me. So. I feel like a lot of my relations usually start with making out and kissing. What do you mean? Like we just make out and it's like we're dating now. Are you kidding? <laughs> is this just the difference between like gay world versus straight world? You think? Well, gay world is like a very different. It's very level. different. I know. Because like, you know what they say? Lesbians bring to a second date. Uh, I've heard this joke and I don't know. Hey, you all. <laughs> <laughs> and That's really funny. While that is a little exaggerated. At yeah. the same time, I do know several lesbian couples who like. Day, day two or three, it's like, I'm in love. And I'm like, girl, you don't even know this How person. How do you know that? But. Yeah, we I definitely, would, I think in the future, I would expect. I would like to revisit this topic. Yeah. Some more people. Yeah. But and maybe somebody who can answer really how to start a conversation on defining the relationship. It, I, I, uh, I think it's about like where you see, I, I think part of it is about like where you see yourself going down the line. It's like, hey, like, you know, like where do you see yourself in, like, do you see yourself and that, like, for our, our circumstance, like Nashville, yeah. like in five years, like, or are we moving to LA? Going? Are yeah. we moving where we're going? Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's a, where do you, I think, where I think it's, you, you kind of talk about like where you see your future. Yeah. And like, maybe not even talk about you directly, but it's like, you know, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to have a family? Like, yeah. And I think this might even be a good way to segue into like, what questions do you ask yourself? Before you define the relationship, mm-hmm. do you do you have anything? I do. Yeah. Um, is there anything that comes, yeah, comes it's to mind? It's crazy. So for me, and this is just a getting older thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, but I have. There's like you know the list starts to grow of, and I hate to say I have a checklist, but like I kind of have a checklist. No, I mean, you I feel know, like it's super good to have a checklist though. Um, for me, something I didn't know that I valued so much was like if someone believes in God. For me, yeah. And like, 
I honestly our checklist would not match up. No, <laughs> no. But like, I just didn't think it was that big a deal to me growing mm-hmm. up. And then I had a boyfriend in college that didn't believe in God. And I cried about it every other day because we'd talk about it. And he was like, yeah, like, I know I was raised this way, but like, I don't like I whatever. And I'm like, so you never think that you can ever get there again. Like you wouldn't raise your family this way. You wouldn't whatever. And like, for me, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's now like a thing on my checklist that was never on my checklist growing up. It was like, do you play sports? Are you hot? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Can we have a conversation? (laughs) Do you like like pop punk? But now it's like, can you have a conversation beyond like, you know, daily? Like, how was your day? What are you doing? Are you funny? Like I value someone that's funny so much more than them being hot at this point. Yeah. Like, does it matter if somebody's hot? I mean, it's cool. It's like a, it's like a sub checklist thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah. There's like, there's a lot of like, what's your family? What's there's also this, like, can somebody handle for me? I have a lot of like baggage from my family, you know, like, is it somebody, is there someone that can, can they relate? to me in some way or they it's not a bad thing to come from the perfect family Mm -hmm. but can you are you empathetic like is the person empathetic enough to understand that like my situation's real crazy Mm -hmm. you know um which was never something i would have ever (laughs) put on that list in the past either but um, like a list list changes time goes on oh for sure happen like it's like you know like i mean i know like i know i think i have a general idea of like what you're talking about your family situation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I mean, even I mean, even though both of our parents are still alive, yeah. it's like it's like what happens if you have like like it's like you if you're like missing one of your parents and stuff like that. It's like is someone can someone be empathetic to that? Or maybe like you lost a sibling or like a family member that you were really right. close to, or maybe even like a friend or who felt like family. It's yeah. I mean, I think that like I mean the possibilities are endless, but like totally, I totally get where you're yeah. So there's yeah, just it's. I'm not going to say to make a checklist. Like you don't have to make like a written out checklist. I don't think, but maybe have in your mind these, like I, you know, I care about whether or not you go to church. I care about like, do you, are you ambitious? Do you want to have a job where you're making money? Or like, you don't even have to have a job for God's sake. Like, do you want to start companies? That's cool as hell too. Yeah. Are you interested in being successful or are you interested in just floating? Totally. Cause there's a ton of people in this world that just float, you know, and that's cool and they're happy and that's great but like that's not gonna work for me yeah yeah just there's there's a ton of things that i think about now and i think a lot of times i also have to sit back and be like kelsey breathe this person doesn't have to fit your checklist too like it's gotten Mm -hmm. to the point where it's like i have narrowed down the things like so well that i won't consider people that maybe i should yeah you know like there's also there's that possibility that like nobody in this world is perfect and like maybe somebody my perfect relationship or perfect person is right in front of me and i'm just like you know oh you don't you don't check off i'm right in front of you okay <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean yeah i think that having a loose idea but also making sure that like the things that really matter to you don't get completely like thrown out the window because you like somebody yeah cuz at the end of the day i don't to some extent it is like things like, you know, liking or loving somebody can be enough, mm-hmm. but long-term they're not. Oh, totally. I mean, I think like, I mean, for me, it's like, I think, but it's like, 
I'm going to get married one day. I want to have kids. And like, those are things that are like, are like, those are non-negotiables for me. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, I like, I want to start a family. And like, if that's not something like my partner sees, it's like, we're going to have an issue somewhere down the line. Right. So, I mean, those, those are like, I think religion isn't as big of a thing for me as it is for you, obviously. Right. But I mean, I, th- I think. And I hate to say like, it's not religious because I'm not even religious. It's like, mm-hmm. are you spiritual in some way? to me you know it's like i don't need you to be like a devout southern baptist for god's sake like Mm -hmm. do you do you have any do you believe in god in any way do you have some form of relationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) um there there were some other things that like in like just like reading reading up on things and stuff like that that i thought were that really like stood out to me Mm -hmm. as far as like questions to ask yourself um one was like can you hang out sober which i was like that's such a good point oh my god do you have people you can't hang out with sober you are one of them. No. <laughs> Damn it. You set yourself up for that one. Uh, no, Kelsey, Kelsey and I hang out sober all the time. Literally sitting at work every single day before COVID. We were sober. I mean, we, I, mean, we were I was sober. jacked up on Dunkin' Donuts. Don't get me wrong. You should have seen me this morning. I had like, I came with like a venti of Starbucks had coffee. <laughs> I was off the wall. I was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but no, I mean, I think we even have all have friends like that too. I'm That's sure true. I am a friend for some people where you cannot hang out with me sober because I'm either A, too annoying, B, too much, C, too gay. No. <laughs> I don't think so. But I, do, I think you're right. There are people that like, it depends on how you meet a person. I think a lot of times maybe you meet them only, like you only interact at bars. Yeah. Especially like when you're dating, like maybe you met them at a bar or something and then it's like this weird thing where it's weird to yeah not go out on a friday and get drunk and then on saturday and do day drinking and then on sunday recovering and brunching you yeah. know which and it leads to more leads to more day drinking right yeah it's so yeah no there are like those people six six o'clock and you're on broadway pre-covid and pre-covid pre-covid uh but it, but i mean we, we all we all been there where it's like you know we start at brunch and then somehow it's four o'clock you're drunk and it's like how the fuck am I gonna go to work the next day somehow you end up on the Mumbrian and it's getting dark yeah. and you're like how am I here your room your roommate <laughs> is wasted that's, my, that's an, actually I can't even get under that because that's a different story for a different day <sighs> but we've all been there we've all been there is there anything they need to like know about you like it's like it's like like what kind of baggage do you have? It's like do you have like is there something they need to know about your past or your family? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe there's like shit. Where is <laughs> Dude, I but like med- I like I even wrote medical history down there. It's like are you? Yeah. Like, I guess like it's like I know like like my one of my ex boyfriends has diabetes, and it's like that's like I don't think he was gonna tell me on the first date, but I saw his insulin pump, and I was like, oh, what's that? I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, I asked, I was stupid. I asked, he's like, do you type one or type two diabetes? But it's like, oh, he obviously had type one diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? At least you're very honest about, I think everybody's been in that situation where it's like, if we don't, if you don't live it, how, sometimes, how would you know to some degree? Yeah. Well, and then he's like also the kind of person that doesn't like, I mean, he's had diabetes like since he was like a child, like anything. Okay. Like he's he's essentially grown up with with it, yeah. His entire life, and but sometimes he pretends like he doesn't have it, and it's 
put him in some serious like medical situations at times. Oh my God. Um, and that's scary. And to no, me. it is like very scary. It is very scary when you're rushing home on a highway because someone forgot their fucking insulin pump. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, like pretty important to your like living situation. Living situation. And then like Bell didn't tell anybody. And Jeez Louise. It was, a, it was a whole fiasco. Um, but like things like that where I'm like, I guess like another thought is like, had, uh, like have you had cancer before? Do you, yeah. like, did you have a heart transplant? Do you have cancer now? Or like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But other, those are like drastic things, but it's like, it's like, is there something that someone needs to know about before? I think they go further. For, well, it's very hard for me now. Because like when I have to tell somebody what happened, like my dad was involved in a terrorist attack and like that's, you know, I already was having a difficult situation, like trying to tell somebody about my the way my parents got divorced or like why they got divorced or whatever. And then you get to this point where like my dad, like it was national news that my dad was involved in a terrorist attack and singled out. And like me having to have that conversation about my family is usually like. It's a difficult one. It's one that I would have to have with somebody before I could DTR. Yeah. yeah. Because they have to know the weird like web that is my relationship, you know? Yeah. It's one of those things that's like, so it's every single person I've brought it up to that I've tried, like been, you know, dating or whatever. They're usually like, what? <laughs> it's, it's an immediate, like, I don't ever want someone to think of me differently, but it's something somebody has to know mm-hmm. happened at oh. some point, you know? I guess the, the only other two things that I have that I think are like super important to the questions is do you feel that you can be yourself around them? And like, what's like your vulnerability, vulnerability mm-hmm. level with them. Mm-hmm. And then I think, and I think this is the most important one. Do they respect you? I, there's so many people that like let that one slide a little yeah. bit, I think. And I, I think as, like I said, we're getting older. Mm-hmm. It's something to really pay attention to. Does someone care about like, do they respect your time? Do they respect your thoughts on like, you know, do they do they still go out to, with that friend that, you know, they've hooked up with and is still in love with them all the time without yeah. you? Like, there's just a level of like, yeah, there's a level of respect that needs to be agreed upon. Like, hey, if you're going to go out with like your friends and I'm not going to be there, like, just let me know if that girl is there. Yeah. Or let me know if that guy is there. Or let me know if like something weird happens. Like mm-hmm. I, there's definitely like that level of like, it's a respect thing. It's a trust thing. It's, I don't know, very integral. It's like one of those things I agree that should be like, that should be top five important questions. Like, do you respect me enough to not like mess with me yeah. basically? Exactly. Or, like or hurt my feelings. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like it's like, do you respect the things I have to say? Okay. So to wrap up, um, kind of what our final thoughts are on this conversation and what, you know, DTRing means to us in the modern day of dating. Um, what are your takeaways? I think some of the big, I think that what we really talked about at the end yeah, is like, what's so, so big for me is what do they, what, or what is your potential partner have a like where did where do they check off on your list mm-hmm. and what questions do you want to ask yourself before defining the relationship and like these can be they're, uh, these are subjective points yeah to to each person it's like what what's on my list and what questions I ask myself it's going to be different than what Kelsey asks herself or it's going to be different than what you ask yourself 
And so I think those, those are, I think, big, good, big, good things. Those are big, good things. Um, <laughs> those are, those are things to think about when, when you decide this is the, the path you want to go down. And then I would, I would say maybe doing a little bit more reading on how to start that conversation yeah. of defining the relationship. Because even though I, even though I read on it, for some reason it didn't stick. So. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but yeah, I mean, but I think starting it not as a, we need to talk, but as a, Hey, where is this? Where's this going? Where's this going? Where do you see yourself? And hopefully they respond in a similar way. Right. And if they don't, then they're just, you know, it's not, it's not for you. Exactly. I think that's okay. That's a a good sign too. It's like, it'll help determine where, like where the relationship is. Right. So and it'll maybe help you if that isn't the right relationship for you. Maybe it'll help you get to the that right place. Yeah. You know, kiss yeah. kiss enough frogs. Kiss enough frogs and you'll find a prince, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> kiss enough frogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelsey, what, what, what are the things that you took away from today's conversation? Um, definitely the like the concept of narrowing your dating pool because, like we said in the beginning, there are so many options right now. And it's overwhelming. It truly is. I mean, you can go on seven different apps and you can find hundreds of people that you could possibly date, but kind of figuring out like, you know, from your list or even just like those little beginning indicators of like things that you like about people spending time on somebody's page, reading their bio, kind of taking that time to be like, are you actually someone I could like, you know, possibly even enjoy going on a date with versus just like you're hot. Swipe right. Um, and then the, um, obviously the list, like we, like you were touched on, that's so huge and it changes. I think maybe like every six months you kind of have to look, take a, take a look. Cause yeah. we're all growing as people. Um, what you wanted at 18 is going to be different than what you want at 27 or 28, like yeah. 10 years have passed and that's great. And that's, that means you're growing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the being honest, <laughs> the being honest thing is I think maybe some people just don't even know. And sometimes like, I feel like maybe I'm not honest because Mm -hmm. I'll think that is generally my intention when I enter a relationship. I'm like, yeah, I enter dating. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to, I want a relationship. Um, But you need to be honest, you know, where you're at with somebody and it's hard, (laughs) you know, it's not like, it's not easy to tell somebody that like, you don't see them in that way. You're like, literally Lizzo, Lizzo, she said it. I'm in great tonight, I'll be great. Most, the truest thing yeah. I've ever heard. True words have never been stoked. She's stoking, 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 and smoking. All, all praise Queen Lizzo. Yeah. Um, Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just make just try in your life, just in general, to like just be honest with people. It's going to end up better. You're going to hurt less people. You're going to hurt yourself less. You have to do what you hope somebody would do for you. You know, I I would hope that somebody would treat me with that respect. Yes. And then, yeah, just asking the questions for sure. Just you need to know what your questions are on your like, make your list, know what your questions are. Like, are you guys, you know, in the same same mindset, like financially how to handle things? Are you in the same mindset of how how you want your family? Do you want a family? Do you, you know, do you think you guys should at some point have shared bank accounts? Are you people that are going to be separate for the rest of your life? These are things that like, and marriages, I know that sounds ridiculous, but they are. Bank accounts are nuts. <laughs> like that whole concept of like combining my money and being like, here, you can spend it. Like that's nuts. That's my money. 
That's my money. It's my money, and I want it now. Eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. Oh my uh, gosh. But- but yeah, I think there's honestly, there's a lot of really great things that like seem kind of common sense like that maybe yeah. we don't think about. No, but sometimes we just it's like so second nature that sometimes we gloss over it. Sometimes yeah. it's good to remind ourselves, just touch base with who we are. Yeah. About it. It's like what do I I need? It's I think honestly, if like if I were going over my list, it'd probably be every time after I dated somebody. You know, yeah. Okay, like what was good about this relationship? What wasn't? And each person is unique and each person is different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's going to be people are going to check certain boxes and some people are going to like miss boxes. But I think I think I think like we said earlier, you got to maybe the value associated with each box is going to be a little different. Yeah. I think the person you'd like you're also seeing is going to, I think, add value to those boxes as well. Yeah. I think each relationship is a, a lesson to be learned for sure. Good or bad. Each relationship is a snowflake. They're a snowflake. They're yeah. unique. And great in their own way. Okay, guys, we are finishing off this week's episode, as promised, with a game. We're keeping it simple this week, but we're playing 20 Questions Salad Bowl Edition. So if you (laughs) don't know what a salad bowl is, it is not a potato salad. Mm-mm. It is not a macaroni salad. No, no. As we do in the Midwest. Yes, we this do. This is a bowl <laughs> pulled from yours, a cabinet of yours truly, uh, filled with uh, some folded pieces of paper with uh, just random questions on it. Some of them are dating. Some of them, I think, are random. Random. Uh, I mean, we personal. We, yeah, we yeah. we filled these out separately. So yeah, we have no um, idea. Yeah, so I have, I had no idea what Kelsey wrote. Kelsey has no idea what I wrote. Mm. We might have some of the same questions. We might have different questions. We might, because we're Libros. Lib- Libros for life. Libros for life. <laughs> but uh, Kelsey, why don't you get us started? Okay. Questions. All right. Wait, what if I pull my own question? Is that bad? No, it's fine. I mean, okay. we don't know who's going to get whose question. I know. I mean, I'm going to pull my own questions, but I was hoping I'd pull one of your questions first. Yeah, I have... I also have terrible handwriting, you guys, so... Oh, I pulled my own question. It's okay. okay. What did you write? All right. Who is your celeb crush? Oh, I wrote that (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. Okay. So we've knocked out two questions in one. Um, All time. Oh, gosh. I don't know. This changes because One Tree Hill loved Ted McMurray. Could Could we do celebrity crushes throughout the decades? So like, let's yes. do like, can we do like 90s, 2000s? 90s? Today? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 90s was, well, he's kind of like 2000s too. Okay. You're, you're going to kill two birds with one stone on this one. Just no, it. I don't want to. Oh. Okay. Well, like Justin Timberlake. That's, I mean, that's even today. Yeah. I, I love mean, I Justin mean, Timberlake is timeless. I loved him. I still do, but like loved him. I think you just answered your question on that one. Oh. Is there someone else though? Well, yeah. Then there's Chad Michael Murray, kind of like as I was getting older. Okay. And then like Zach Efron, definitely like now that he's out saving the world and doing whatever Dude, he's doing. I just started watching Down to Earth. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I've already heard. I, I have to prepare myself for it. Zach Efron is a treat. He's a real treat. 
And now that he's like not like as ripped as he was for Baywatch, he was a little too ripped. He, he it was a little scary. That, though. Okay, it's good. Really okay, because it was a little scary, and now he looks great. We love it. Okay. My turn. Your turn. I hope this microphone actually is picking it up. We do. <laughs> okay. Well, shoot, I put one of my questions. Stop doing that. Oh, actually, no, this is yours. I like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, red, white, or rose? Um, I think it depends on the season. Oh. Um, because I I have been in more of like a rose mood during like the summer, which mm-hmm. I have not typically been a rose person. Um, but if I'm going out to dinner or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm more likely to get a red. So I'm more likely to get a red all the time. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it depends. I think it depends on the time of day and the setting. <laughs> but um, I I would say that in the current in, the, in this current point in my life, and like as the summer goes on, I'm more of a, a rosé person. But or I mean, I'm more of a red person. But I'm in a rosé moment. Mm. So. Get it. Yeah. We feel that. We love that. Okay. Let's pray for a Nick. This seems like I didn't fold this one. Mine are all really small. Besides that last one you grabbed, that was not that small. Oh, I grabbed my own again. <laughs> I said that and I literally grabbed my own. Um, okay. Favorite, 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 favorite feature on someone. That's a good um, for me, it's definitely smile or eyes. It's somewhere like equally balanced, like one or the other can keep me interested. Okay. What's yours? I can already tell you've got something going on. I have <laughs> well, I to know. Like, it's like I have, like, I mean, smiles and eyes are great. Yeah. But I think if you have really great calves... Stop. <laughs> that is. Like, I'm like so just uninterested. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, no, look at someone's calves. Really? It's like if someone has great calves, you know. Okay. I'm not just start paying attention to yeah, that. Yeah, like start paying attention to I'm too mesmerized. I stay up here. Yeah. I'm up it's on like the face. My eyes are up here, not down at my legs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like this is a Kelsey question. Did Nick, yeah, did Nick even ask any questions in this bowl? This, uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? This is one of mine. Okay. Um, I think I have two. And it's I Want It That Way mm. by the Backstreet Boys. Yes, classic. True classic. Um, or it's Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Oh, because my God. I, I, for some reason, know all the words to that song. <laughs> um... So it's it's one of the two. Uh, I can tell you it's not Wilson Phillips. Uh, hold on, yeah, um, because I have done that one before mm. and it did not go well. Apparently, I only know like the first person in the chorus. Oh wow! Yeah, it was not a good. It was not a good day. Oh god! Um, but I can do Stacy's mom and uh, I want it that way. The Backstreet Boys. Good for you. Yeah, I stick in the the Carrie Underwood angry country Ooh, woman okay. realm. Yeah. yeah. I like to talk about, you know, ruining someone's life. Ooh, I got a Nick. Yes. Can you read it? Yeah. It's actually, <laughs> this is pretty good for you. I'm, I'm a little I tried, impressed. I tried really hard to write, allegedly. Okay. Sex on the beach, yes or no? If we're talking about the cocktail, 
And if we're talking about actual sex on the beach, if I'm really drunk and in the moment, yes. Ideally, if I was setting myself up for something like that, no. <laughs> too much sand. That, that, that is my <laughs> <laughs> too much sand. Oh yeah, no, I just don't see it going well. It seems like something that would be very fun in the moment and then like is going to have drastic <laughs> um, Yes, absolutely. Like you're just gonna be dealing with it for days. It's gonna be miserable. It, I don't know. Not not fun. I mean, like I play I play sand volleyball and I still find sand in places yeah. days later. Oh yeah. And I'm like, where 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 did you come from? Can you just it's imagine like, like laying, rolling around like naked and sand yeah no absolutely not it sounds awful i mean even like a dude like that sounds terrible yeah it's like you have no idea what's gonna get up like uh, front end, end, if you're if no you're, if you're into that it's no 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 big a big no from no green text over here big no um I'm this one this one's been called out to me oh i think this is one of yours and i did you write the same thing uh, did you ask this question is this my handwriting or is this your handwriting that's you. Oh, look how good you're doing. Uh, best, like I, a best first date. Um, the best first date I had ever been on probably was with my current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We went to um a Blackhawks. Oh damn! Predators game. Okay, yeah. Here in here in town. Um, the only downside was that he didn't tell me he got the tickets as a work thing. So I show up in a Blackhawks jersey and uh, we're getting toured around by someone who works for the National Predators. Mm. And there's a certain point in the night where I had to take off my jersey um, to go into a, like a, a certain part of the building. Yeah. And I was incredibly embarrassed. But at the same time, I got to go see a hockey game for free. Uh, so that... Was pretty great. <laughs> what part what, was it? The Lexus Lounge or the somewhere? Lexus Lounge, yeah. yeah, where it's like it's it, for those of you who don't live in Nashville. The Lexus Lounge is like where all the players' wives hang out at, and like mm-hmm. they're like the players like walk out from the locker room, go into the ice from here, and it's a, like it's a fans only section. Yeah. So, not that I'm not a Nashville Predators fan, but just yeah, not I, as I, much. I the Blackhawks. Just not as much as the uh, yeah, Blackhawks when when the Blackhawks are in town. So okay. Last one. Did I write this or did Nick write this? Nick did. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. We've already had that one. Oh. Was it, was it, what's your celebrity crush? It really was. (laughs) Okay, this is such, this is such an innocent question and I love it. Pineapple on pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Pineapple on pizza is honestly like, would I go out of my way to order it? No, but it's a yes for me, dog. Like I'm here for it. It's a no for me. That's like a oh really? Yeah. A sin? You? I also don't like pineapple. Okay. Well, and I've tried to like pineapple. Something's wrong with you, clearly. But also, I think I might be allergic because every time I've had pineapple, Uh, my mouth feeling gets a little numb. Mm. And it's just not a good feeling. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. But but for me, it's it's still a no. I just it's like a, it's like a fun like ooh let's do it type yeah. thing, but not like a I want to have a whole entire pizza of this. No, like a slice would be cool. What's fun for me is like a barbecue chicken pizza, dude. Uh, pizza. Same. 
There's apparently hot chicken. Have you seen the hot chicken pizzas where they put like, they'll put pickles on it and stuff and ranch. Yeah. Have you ever been to Two Boots here in Nashville? I haven't. I've never had the pizza. Yeah. Their, their hot chicken pizza is amazing. I love it. See, that's like an idea. That's a fun pizza. Yeah. That's a fun pizza. I love <laughs> if you ever If you're ever in Nashville and you go to Two Boots, their hot chicken pizza is amazing. I would totally recommend it. So. Maybe some, maybe someday soon. Yeah. That's my two cents. That's my, that's no, my no two cents. Only hot chicken on pizza. I feel like it's real hard to ruin a pizza. Pizza is good. Yeah, but you know what ruins pizza? What? Pineapple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay, you guys. Well, I think that is... That's it for... That's a wrap, that's man. That's a wrap on today. Um, Kelsey, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Daily Dose of Calcium on Instagram and really just look for me on Instagram because I don't really hang out anywhere else. You kind of hang out on TikTok, but... Uh, Listen, I'm like a lurker on TikTok at this point. I'm waiting for my moment to shine. But I'm a lurker for now, so... Okay. Also still Daily Dose of Calcium on TikTok if you're so inclined. All places. All places. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at NickLovin4. It's... Pretty much as it sounds. Nick Lovin, as in like Mick Lovin. Like Mick Lovin. Um, and then make sure to follow No Green Text on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well at No Green Text. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy. And if you have anything you want us to cover, if any questions, feel free to email us at No Green Text Podcast at gmail.com. Or DM us. We love DMs. We love the DMs too. And uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Make us happy. Make it. Yeah, yeah, please. Please please tell your friends and please. tell your family. Don't tell our parents. Don't tell don't tell mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right guys. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.